0: So, this podcast, is it any good? Eh, yeah, they
1: follow some shy clubs, but it's a pretty good podcast.
0: LaValle, Rose up the middle, looking, cutting, shooting, goal! The Unnamed Soccer Podcast. Absolutely brilliant from Liverpool, and for Barcelona, chaotic, catastrophic. A sensational start, Controversial start and its advantage to the Reds. The Unnamed Soccer Podcast.
1: D Smith, welcome in. It's the latest edition of the Unnamed Soccer Podcast. The Unnamed Soccer Podcast brought to you by Three Punk Ales in Chula Vista. It's also brought to you by Sport Clips, where it's good to be a guy. I am uh, switching to AirPods as we speak in the intro. Hello, everybody. Darren, can you hear me? Wow, that was seamless, too. You started off off the earpods,
0: then went to the earpods mid-sentence, and I will tell you, the quality of your voice, Jordan, didn't skip a
1: beat. Slow down. What did you just call them? Earpods? Earbuds? What are they called? <laughs> I love you so much. What is um, it? It's right? an AirPod. Air. Air. Air Jordan. That's a good way yeah. to remember it. Um, welcome to the Unnamed Soccer podcast. On a Thursday night, following a loyal win, a beautiful win. Uh, Plenty to celebrate and celebrate we did at Torero Stadium on Wednesday night. That was fun. We have a lot to discuss on the podcast. Loyal, Euros, Copa. That's
0: a pretty good menu, if you ask me. Not bad. How'd you sleep last night when you got back home?
1: Not much. I slept like five hours last night.
0: Yeah. Like energy? Like, did you have, like, extra energy? Like, I got home, I found it, ate a slice of pizza, found it sort of Tough to, to... Yeah, I'm with you. I went home and played my PS5. Yeah, 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 there you go. By the way, yeah, let's not go on any further here. Let's not bury the lead here with some silly soccer score. Congratulations to Jordan Carew. Jordan yes. Carew landed himself a not only a new house, where he is podcasting from for the very first time, but also a new gig working for MLB The Show. He has posted on Twitter, in case you don't follow Jordan on Twitter, that if anybody out there is looking for a PS5, you should hit Jordan up. And he's got great access. He can hook you up with a PS5. So hit Jordan up at Jordan Carruth. Don't bring this to the Unnamed Soccer podcasts deal. Like, we got our own stuff. But, yes, hit up Mm -hmm. at Jordan Carruth. He's got a new gig. Congratulations to him. We're super excited and proud of Jordan. But he also is the man now with
1: access to PS5s. Yeah, they just dropped off a, an entire semi-load of PS5s into my garage. So if anyone wants one, just cruise by and pick it up. They're just there. That's And stubs, too. I got plenty of stubs to hand out to everybody. That has been a very common question. I've been an employee for 48 hours, and I cannot tell you how many times I have been asked for stubs. Darren, do you know what stubs are? I have zero idea. <laughs> I'm guessing it's sort of like a joystick. What is it? <laughs> Uh, I do love you. Um, yes. So thank you. I do appreciate it. I'm very excited. It's gonna be a shit ton of fun. I'm it's it's going to be, I can't wait to actually get into the studio. It's weird joining such an exciting like team that has such an exciting office, slash uh, studio, and to be working from home. Um, I can't wait just to get in the building and just kind of meet everyone, talk to everyone, and get my feet wet a little bit. It's gonna be it's going to be a lot of fun. So thank you. Um, yeah. you let's go also, with. Uh, I,
0: yeah, hold on. I also like, by the way, when we were at Ferraro Stadium and everybody was congratulating Jordan. And first and foremost, they were super concerned that they're like, oh, does this mean you're not going to be able to do the show anymore? Jordan's like, no, no, totally. like Sticking around. I'm still going to be here. I'm still going to be doing match day live and opening up the Buena Vesa Social
1: Club. But then everybody. Listen,
0: just, uh, you, we, we show know, up, uh, we
1: drink champagne. We're not fooling anyone there. I don't need to. I don't need to dip out on that. I don't even know that we get paid for that. I got to be honest, but I also uh, like, we bring to- our own champagne. If anyone was curious,
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, that is a good point. They do supply some beers, but then everybody said, Hey, uh, let me know if you need any help with FIFA <laughs> Like everybody <laughs> working for MLB the show. So you're probably not too far from FIFA. Like how do we, how do we start up tournaments with that?
1: yeah uh, i heard that question a few times last night too (laughs) i'm learning i'm quickly learning what the questions are that um that employees are asked in this situation it's so i can't i have not i've said it over and over i haven't stopped smiling in two and a half weeks now since i found out the news and darren did a great job darren did not find out last night on twitter darren has known for weeks so he kept it very quiet thank you i do appreciate that
0: what was I going to do? Go on AM radio and tell, don't, tell everybody who's not listening that Jordan got a job working for MLB the show.
1: <laughs> oh, so San Diego loyal rally back last night at Torero Stadium. I mean, I got
0: every segment on that show. Nobody would have.
1: <laughs> I can't. And um thousands sure of- Right. Right. Um, I am fucking falling in love with our nights at Torero stadium this season. It's 2020 was just so different than 2021. Hasn't it? Like, it's just, it is night and day, not just performance, the feel, the tone, the energy, the people you see, uh, the amount of time that you're smiling and having a good time. Like You're just running into everyone. And it is just a family festive atmosphere it is a beautiful thing at Torero this season. They've been so good too. The matches have been really fun. Um, they've had great finishes, and it's just Torero. We we keep talking about how it's becoming a fortress. And you talk about it because you want it to happen, but when it actually it seems to be developing, you know, like it seems to actually be something for this club. Playing at home is a big deal for them.
0: You know, I mean, I think the other part about it too is it's it's becoming a little bit of a scene, right? I mean, you and I were there last year with all the ghost games at Torero Stadium, and we were super appreciative that we were part of that, you know, and hopefully people got to live through the match day live show. But obviously, it's clearly night not and day. the same, <laughs> not even close. I mean, and it's just, you know, I, I, I mean, we would go into these every single night, you know, and those of us that are around the club, but to our extent, to full-time employees, you know, we, we sort of wonder like, what's it going to look like, you know, like, what's it going to be? So much of this is, is like, we're learning, you know, the same way that, you know, some of you are sort of exploring this as well. And, you know, we just don't know nights. Like, I mean, what a, I, I just was blown away on a Wednesday night. You know, there was no baseball, but, you know, just the place looked amazing and, it, you know, looked full and they announced a crowd of over 5,000 and, you know, that, that it just, the people that you see there, you know, where we are, what's called the Tory club. If you ever wondered if that area where we're broadcasting from has a name, they refer to that as the Tory club, but, you know, just seeing the like. the
1: Buena Vesa social club, social lounge.
0: The Buena Vesa social club. That's like the champagne room inside club. of club. You know what I mean? So you know, like seeing, like, I don't mean to like, you know, hold anybody up or put anybody up on pedestals here, but seeing like executives from stone brewing, seeing, you know, a bunch of people from the athletic department at San Diego state, seeing our former colleagues, you know, seeing a guy like AJ Casavell, like who is a huge soccer fan who covers the Padres, um, you know, I've had friends who've gone and celebrated birthdays there seeing your wife and seeing your son there. Like, you know, obviously the supporters, we expect them to be there and growing in numbers all the time. Uh, I thought, you know, the locals were fantastic and have been Chavo's fantastic and have been, but you know, it just, it started to like, you know, the soccer is one thing, right? Like, like what we're seeing on the field, but like, All of it, like the entertainment value of it, just it really feels like an event now, you know, like it's it's put the event back in the sporting event, just the way it feels there at Torero Stadium.
1: Mm -hmm. And I just love how the night kind of just develops, too, because there's certain benchmarks throughout the night that you kind of have just you've grown to expect this year that you really couldn't expect a year ago without people in the house. Like last year, we get ready. It's 30 minutes before kickoff. That's when. We start the show. And that was kind of like our first benchmark. Um, But now it's completely different. Now it's you hear the locals coming into the stadium and you see a march coming down and then you feel the energy starting to build. And then you see the players eventually get down and then the anthem begins. And then eventually Landon Donovan makes his way to the field with his cup of coffee. And then as soon as Landon makes it to the field, the ball is kicked off at that moment. And there's all these new benchmarks that I wasn't used to uh, that we didn't get to see in 2020 or feel or experience at all. And now we get to experience it this year. And then the energy throughout the match, which is constant. It's not just, Hey, let's make sure we're loud between minutes 60 and 80 or something silly like that. Do, do any clubs do that? I don't know. I do know that the locals um, are constant. Like they're and, and hearing Nate Aborea, read his 45-minute script before every single match is fantastic. I love that part. That's a long benchmark. Um, but just everything that goes into the night. It's, there's so many new things. It's new voices. It's new energy. And it's been really, really positive so far. It's been th- three points after three points after three points, uh, an occasional draw, but whatever, it happens. San Diego have climbed up the standings. Uh, much quicker than many people would have predicted than after uh, five, four matches into the season. So for them to be in a spot now where they get 10 days off, preparing for Phoenix with a chance to go above Phoenix, um, I'm sure actually Phoenix play this week, and I don't know what the standings are going to be by the time 10 days come around. But as it looks right now, we're only two points back. So I know when we play Phoenix, we have a chance to do some real damage. And I don't think many people expected that after four. So uh, it's been really positive. And... It continued last night, going down a man, giving up a goal. It's pretty deflating just to go down a man. It's especially deflating to go down a man and then go down a goal. Um, To find one and then find a second, it's special. And that's a question you and I kept asking the players that stopped by. Herzog's cruises by. Um, like he does every single time. We had our first opportunity to chat with Callum Montgomery and we asked those questions to both of them. Like that, it felt like tonight was a special moment. And Corey, like they both agreed, but Corey especially took that and ran with it and said, yeah, this this is one of those moments you kind of circle. Like this is a moment that really propels us, um, especially going into a match like they have coming up against Phoenix. So it felt like... As much fun as it has been so far this year at home, tonight's or last night's special moment seemed to be a little bit more than what we've experienced on already a very good home season.
0: Yeah, it felt like a big night when we were there early. You know, you sort of had that buzz, you know, there's that buzz, there's that energy. We started seeing it's going to be a good crowd. So, you know, naturally, you got a little bit more pep in your step. The players sort of sense that. The players are sort of responding. And then, you know, you just start talking about, you know, the, the, like what the, the, match actually meant itself, you know, here comes orange County sitting in second in the Pacific division with 21 points. And here's loyal with 18. And even though there's literally three and a half months left in the season, you know, like a six point gap is not insurmountable, right? You just talked about how loyal starts the season with four straight losses, but you know, that's six points, you know, that, that just looks different. You know, it's a six point gap. If orange County picks up three points and, And Loyal doesn't also, by the way, they would also have a game in hand, you know? So, you know, you start again, way too early to really pay too much attention to it. But yeah, just the energy, the effort that the club, that the team left out there on the field, I thought was something that, you know, it's not one of those tangible statistics, but like you can really, really feel how much energy the players are giving back. And you know, that's a two-way street with them and the energy in the building from the fans. Can't prove what would have happened last year under you know different circumstances. Would only be speculating about that, but I you know I think I know it's a different team, it's a different season. You know, Callum Montgomery who joined us talked about like he's like, dude, like we he's like he confided in us like he was he was cramping like in the 60th minute. But you know like mm-hmm. he just Grant Stoneman gets sent off. All hands on deck. We're not raising the white flag. You know, we've got to figure this out. Like we've just got to figure this out. Like pick yourselves up. Come on, like, you know, we shouldn't be in the situation, but we are. And, you know, damn, we'll just we'll, we'll we'll do it. And like they did. And you're right. Like, you know, it's the first time we we always have Corey and Carter stop by. <laughs> That's not become our thing. Jack Blake came by just, you know, to for high five you know and then we got to talk to uh, to Montgomery for the first time ever and like, it was fantastic like please go to the San Diego Loyal YouTube page or the San Diego Loyal Facebook page if you're at the match or if you were watching and you didn't tune into the post game get out the post game I was watching it back earlier today Jordan it's, it's, number one is complete fucking chaos I mean like there's just times where like I'm trying to talk about Tumi Moshebani and you're like chocolate milk and then like, you're <laughs> miking up Corey Herzog and I'm like and then a man down in this. And then in a minute, 74, you're like, that's chocolate milk. You take milk. the show so
1: damn serious.
0: I know. Uh, strawberry milk and this and that. And am like, like <laughs> those just totally off the rails. We get the mic on Hertzog and you ask him a question. And he's like, hi, like fist bumping the people up in the, walking out of the building. You know, it's just like, it just was all of it, man. It just was, it was a scene. It was an important game. It was great energy. It was people you know, who were there, who've been there since day one. It was new people who would love sports, who just now got the opportunity. Like, it just had everything. It was, I mean, I try not to be like a prisoner in the moment, but man, it was my favorite night ever with this club.
1: Um, damn. That's cool to hear. I like that. Um, I will say there was one negative. You ready ready for me to bring it down? Bring it down. Okay. Um, Jack Blake, Jack uh Metcalf, Charlie Adams. Yep. Where was the bleached hair? They lost the bet. Now I'm told we did a little bit of research, we did some asking around. I forget, was it Jack Cronin who gave us this answer? Do you remember? I believe so, yes. Yeah. It was a blurred. Sources told Jack Cronin. Yeah, sources close to the situation told us that they can't get an appointment until August, which yeah. I actually believe. I do believe that. However, I don't I don't care about appointments. You can go down to Walgreens, you can go to CVS. You could probably go to a 7-Eleven, if we're being honest, and you can find some do it it do it yourself at home kit for bleached hair. Will it come out the same? No, is that the point? No, it is not. Not at all. So I was a little disappointed. I was building that up I thought we would see some silver hair, potentially some blonde hair. And I was especially hoping that we would see some mistakes because they had to do it themselves. Uh, But turns out they're going to wait for the professionals to do it in August, which. Come on. okay, okay, I I guess if we even remember by then the Premier League kicks off in August. Like we're already going to be moving on. Everyone's (laughs) already forgot that Chelsea won the Champions League. What? When did that happen? Exactly. People have already moved on. They're more focused on the gold cut. Um, coming home. Coming in, they're more focused about it coming home. Instead, it comes to Rome. Uh, I, I do. I do look forward to the silver hair, but I guess we have to wait till August. That's what I learned last night. I was hoping to see it last night. We have to. Yeah,
0: wait. I don't know. I, I'm with you. I sort of call bullshit on that because I just saw a, right? a baseball player named Hassan Kim Over the three days that he had during the All-Star break, he showed back up with some platinum blonde hair. So maybe that was planned months out. I don't know. I don't know. There's supply chain issues all across this world right now. But if a baseball player can figure it out, I don't know why these these players can't figure this
1: out from Loyal. Well, last time I checked, you don't need a chip in order to get your bleached hair. So I don't care about the chip shortages that are happening. We can get it done. We can go to 7-Eleven. How about, how about... We host Phoenix coming up. How about we do it on Match Day Live, post-game edition? We'll do it. They want pros to do it. You and I are professionals. We have licenses that we can print out from the websites. I
0: bleached my hair once. I had some tips back
1: in the day. It was all the rage. Okay, there you go. You can, whose hair do you want to do? You want to do Adams? You want to do Metcalf? Or you want to do Blake?
0: Well, Blake's already got it. What's Blake doing here? I don't understand. Why is he part of this conversation?
1: He's got to go Silver Fox.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, by the way, does everybody know what we're talking about?
1: I think so. Okay. So they we explain a... this? Yeah, but go ahead. Oh, yeah. So the English players on the team lost a bet to Sal because he was supporting Italy, clearly, uh, in the Euro final, and Italy took down England. So that's what happened. They lost a bet. I thought the bet would be paid off on a Wednesday night against Orange County. It was not. I was disappointed. It was the only sour part of the night.
0: Yeah, I heard they all watched it together, by the way, at Sal Zizo's family's restaurant, Barbosa. and little, Yeah. That would have been
1: a good spot for you and I to be. Yeah, thanks for the invite, Sal. Thanks Appreciate for it. the invite, guys. <laughs> all we do is offer you beer every time you walk by. Can we at least get an invite?
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess we're not yet fully part of the team. We still got some work to do. But, okay. yeah, they all uh, apparently watched it together. A lot of people from the club all got together to watch the European final. And, and congrats to Sal Zizo. And the Arturi for winning the championship there. Fun match. But anyway, back to Loyal. Yeah, so these guys have to dye their hair. And, and
1: <laughs> at some point, back Jordan. Loyal. I thought that was a good transition to the Euro finals. They watched it in Little Italy. I watched it at home. Um, I had a friend come over, and he was rooting for Italy. I was actually rooting for Italy. I think we talked about that on the podcast. I don't remember. When was the last time we podcasted? We haven't podcasted since. Gross. It's been weeks. Guys, listen, there's a lot going on in my life and a lot just happening. So give us a break. (laughs) You know how hard it is to find a nanny for Luca. You know how hard it is to find daycare. Two weeks notice that shit ain't easy. Anyway, we figured it out, but we had to cut out a podcast last week. We apologize. Anyway, uh, I watched it at home. I watched it with a friend. We both rooted for Italy. It was um, a crazy start. Then I thought it was kind of boring for a while. And then I thought it looked really good in the second half. Italy started to crank it up, and then it was just survival mode. You know what I kept saying over and over? I'm sorry if you were rooting for England. I just – I wasn't. I don't care. I was rooting for tears inside Wembley is what I kept showing. I kept screaming at the TV. I'm like, give us the tears. Show us the tears. Because I knew there was going to be tears that day. And there were. I felt like they could have delivered more tears on the broadcast. They really – I think they saved a lot of the English fans inside the stadium from not showcasing more of the tears. But that's what I kept screaming at my television. I said, Give us the tears, damn it. We got it's
0: fun to see the tears too when somebody shows up with their face painted because then, like, the tears sort of make a mess of the paint. Yeah. You know, the flag. You look like a drunken clown. Right. You know, look like a, dr- exactly right. You know, somebody, some dude who's like a clown at a party and afterwards he, you know, hates his life. So he goes to the bar and gets shit faced. So like that's what you sort of think of it, and I was with you too. Like, I was I was totally rooting for Italy. I sort of got tired of the whole booing of the national anthem stuff and the laser pointer stuff, and I just sort of grew tired of it all. So yeah, I was I was very happy to see Italy win, and I don't really care all that much about Italy.
1: But right, I, it doesn't sound like we were the first people just to kind of categorize. Uh, A certain fan base is drunken clowns in the Euro final, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like that was a theme. I I mean, listen, I I loved some of the scenes from Wembley. I'm not going to
0: lie. I mean, I thought, you know, that there were a lot of scenes from the whole tournament that
1: just, you know,
0: from Denmark and really just phenomenal stuff. Switzerland comes to mind, you know, and the English had their moment. There's no doubt, but like over time, you sort of are like, all right, you know, this is getting a little bit tired here fellas and you know i didn't uh you know i I love watching those two center backs from italy you know i just think those guys are like such characters you know what i mean like they're just totally different like peas of a pod and uh i like the way they played didn't love the way england went about it pick up no goal and then just start defending for 88 minutes
1: oh my god brutal Yeah, I mean, I felt like the goal two minutes in, it really took the life out of the game. Everyone, It just changed everything. And it was obvious. And it took a while for Italy to really rev it up. And they did. They got there and they were getting their chances. They got one to go in. And then obviously it was enough eventually the penalties. But I, I felt like the early goal really stole the show away from what could have been something much better.
0: Yeah. I mean, I did enjoy Italy sort of figuring it out, you know, like a little bit under duress there for maybe another 10 minutes or so, but then sort of just start figuring it out and some of their passing. And I just, yeah, I, I did enjoy watching them and, you know, Hey, uh, Daryl DK, by the way, I'm watching. Nope.
1: uh Yep. Did he just score again? Does he have a uh, Hattie? Let's see. He's got two. We're recording during the gold cup, by the way, everybody. Yes. Yeah gold cup where the
0: u.s is uh taking it to martinique wow take that martinique uh, yes I, like i said it's coming home jordan the gold cup is coming home this year vegas august 1st can't wait but yeah i mean i you know i enjoyed the specter spectacle of it all it was
1: really good i just i i found myself with you i was like sort of i was sort of over the english <laughs> i was running for Italy in the final that's for sure um and like i said i thought the match could have been a little bit more entertaining, but the end was good. We had a great finish. And <laughs> once you get to penalties, we all know it's a coin toss and then everyone's just put in a shitty situation. At that point, one side uh, has to take the win and it was Italy. So, that is a hat uh, t- what's that?
0: That's a hat trick for Daryl DK. Is it? Yeah. That's my oh. guy
1: right there.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, I thought both finals, Copa America and also European final were both sort of ho hum, you know, had they had their
1: moments, but see, you know. oh yeah, Copa was happening while we were playing Club Tijuana. Yeah. And then, yeah, I think I so like I watched Copa, but like I watched it in the sense that we were streaming it on the match day live set while Loyal were playing. So I was paying attention to Loyal, but then looking back at the laptop with uh, Rubio Rubin to watch Copa. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You were like, sometimes though, don't you? I mean, you know, know, for whatever reason, these managers get very conservative in the final, especially like you said, when you score two minutes in, you're sort of like, well, I guess we haven't allowed a bunch of goals here this tournament. So maybe we can just sort of sit back and not really take a bunch of chances. And, you know, then you just sort of invite somebody to come in. And same thing I thought with Copa America, very choppy. Wasn't the most enjoyable thing ever. The result for me, obviously, and I think if you're a fan of the sport, I don't know how you wouldn't want to watch Lionel Messi win something. But that said, there are a lot of weirdos out there, for whatever
1: reason, who do road against that sort of stuff. But, yeah, I thought... Hey, well, what if um, you want to watch Neymar win something?
0: He's won something before. Okay. Just saying. I mean, I, I don't...
1: I mean, Messi's I won before. <laughs>
0: I don't. Not for well. Not with the senior team for Argentina. I mean, he's won, right. you know, he's right. won a okay. chip and a I gold. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I
1: don't. I just didn't feel like Messi needed that to validate himself.
0: No, absolutely not. No, 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 not at all. I mean, I mean, people who think he had something to prove are ridiculous. But you can still say, though, you know, we can defend that. But you can still see what it meant to him, right? And you mm-hmm. can still see what it was meant special. To him his teammates who all, every one of them went to messy right at the final whistle when that was over, you know, so that shows you, you, know, not again, not that he needed it. I mean, they never had to win anything again, but that it really, really was meaningful and impactful for him and for his teammates that they, you know, they, I think it sets them up well too, potentially for the world cup in 2022 that, you know, they've, they've had this moment here, but that was, I thought it was great. Just him breaking oh. down. After all the winning that guy's done, he's taken that team to four finals now, is it? Four finals. And this is the first time you break through. So, you know, you can just tell.
1: It was a great moment. Are you looking ahead? Do you think this is foreshadowing? Is this Lionel Messi taking home the World Cup?
0: Probably not, but (laughs) maybe now that they've got this huge huge monkey off their backs you know maybe mm-hmm. this does free them up a little bit maybe this is yeah. De maria and and you know any of those other cats who have been with that club who have faced that sort of criticism you know mm-hmm. not to
1: level but maybe it does maybe this is a huge burden for this generation uh, i love 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 the fact that leonel messi signed a five-year extension with barcelona i did not want him to leave that club part of me was just being selfish. But really, you want to see Lionel Messi stay at Barcelona and finish his career. You don't want to see that end on a sour note. And it looks like for a while, that's where we were headed. Um, I'm really happy that it did not play out that way at the end. I don't know if, if it was just posturing. I don't know if it was a setup just to get things, certain things adjusted the way he needed to. I don't know enough of the details, but I do know enough that I am uh, very happy that he will continue to play in La Liga and with Barcelona. And I think for no other reason
0: than at least...
1: You know, he doesn't have to play his
0: final match in a Barca uniform in front of zero fans in an empty stadium and a disappointing season where the, you know, the board is half of them are in prison. You know, so like at least you don't have to go out on that depressing note and be like, oh, tell us how that great, amazing career for Messi ended. Oh, yeah. Uh, in a pandemic with nobody there, the club a billion dollars in debt and uh, the former club president in prison. You know, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, how was his next step? But Man City, you
1: know. So, yes, I'm glad they signed the five year extension. I'm sure you're very excited as well. Shout out to the Pena, to the Pena here in San Diego. Leonel Messi sticking around. I'm sure that's great news. That will be celebrated coming up. When does La Liga kick off? I know the Premier League kicks off August 13th. It's a Friday. Uh, 13, 14, 15. My buddies and I were looking at the schedule. We're all uh, supporters of different clubs in London. Mm -hmm. One's an Arsenal fan. We all know I'm a Chelsea fan. Then I know way too many Tottenham supporters. But there is that opening weekend. You could go. You would be able to watch all in London. You'd be able to watch Chelsea. I think Chelsea's the Saturday game. I think Arsenal Friday, Chelsea Saturday, Tottenham on Sunday, which would be quite the trio of matches to take in on a single weekend in London considering it darren i'm considering it i won't lie to you i looked up airfare
0: (laughs) i know i'm sort of you and me and nate we have our mate nate abarrea we started talking a little bit about what sort of trip we can plan there as well although traveling with nate would be an interesting experience how so i just you know we hear so much of him now at torero stadium i I Mm -hmm. feel just be doing reads for rubio's tacos and soapy joe's and are you kidding me? I feel like he would just be walking around
1: telling us what we weren't allowed to do.
0: <laughs> yeah, just a reminder: you're not allowed on the pitch. Okay, thanks, Nate. Wasn't yeah.
1: Hitting the pitch. I was looking around. I was on the pitch while he said that. I'm like, am I going to jail? Are they, <laughs> can I? Do I need to find someone to do Match Day Live for me tonight?
0: Hey, Nate. I don't smoke. All right, give it a rest.
1: <laughs> yeah it would be a it would be a fun experience but that would be fun let's go to london let's do a, a trio of matches in london
0: yeah i See like those it. clubs
1: i august think the chelsea 12th. one is august 13th
0: august 30th. yeah that's about when la liga starts too i think the same date actually beautiful yeah right. Ah, yeah so phoenix rising on uh july 24th let me just steer back to loyal here for a second okay um a little bit of i guess this would be a little bit of news so the mm. club is uh appealing grant stoneman's first yellow which came in the 32nd minute i want to say against because it, to-
1: it was a bullshit yellow they're
0: appealing it because it's bullshit but they're definitely
1: <laughs>
0: because uh phoenix is coming to town and he will be suspended for that oh well fuck and- that they need to reverse it yeah So that's a pretty important piece, especially with the news that Thomas Vankiesel had been traded away to Birmingham, which we didn't get a chance to really talk all that much about. And Jack Mayer uh, went back to Nashville, and I don't know where the rest of the depth is there at center back, so you're facing a pretty... Uh, attacking team in Phoenix, I think we would agree. So, yeah, they will be crossing their fingers and hoping that they can get that yellow card rescinded. Not just for the obvious reasons, hey, it'd be good no matter who it was. It'd be good against Oakland, but because, yeah, you got Phoenix coming to town next, and that would really suck if he were suspended for it.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, the first yellow, from what we gather, I believe the right description would be bullshit. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and i gotta be
0: honest i said that and i have no idea what actually happened on the play because i wasn't watching and we don't have a monitor and i haven't watched the broadcast but I'm he asked for sure. a monitor this
1: is why i asked for a monitor darren that said i'm still pretty confident Jordan, that it was bullshit it bullshit you know, come- you know last time we did a podcast i asked for a monitor i'm gonna ask for something else on today's podcast you know what i'm gonna ask for two monitors to bring, Well, yes, two. We'll take two. There's two of us. Uh, maybe a third. We need that wireless microphone that Darren had last year because we need the PA announcer on our pregame show for a segment. Yeah. Um, I believe we are the producers of that show. And as the producers of that show, I would like it to be very, very clear that we need Nate Abrea on that show for at least a segment. I believe that segment will be deep thoughts with Nate Abrea. Here's my concept. I haven't even talked to Nate about this, but tell me if you think it's good. We go, we set it up. It will be towards the end of, let's say, segment one. I want him down there from the beginning of the show. Maybe he will go back to the PA booth. Maybe. We can do the first segment. Deep thoughts. He starts his deep thoughts. He doesn't know when, but at any moment, you and I just cut him off, and we send it to break in the middle of his deep thought. <laughs> And he doesn't know Um, when, like we might gesture towards it, throw him off a little bit. He thinks we're going to break it up, but no, he's got to keep going. Then he gets to the really good stuff. And the next thing you know, back after this match day, like Torreiro Stadium. That's it.
0: Yeah. And whatever his like, you got to use an economy of words. Like you've got to get the deepest part of your deep thoughts out there before. Right. It's a challenge.
1: Yeah. Anyone can provide deep thoughts. Nate Alvarez, though, can provide deep thoughts in that situation yes concise deep thoughts correct I think you would points. excel yeah, but in I order think- for that to happen we need the wireless microphone I don't know where we store it I know it exists I'll track it down in fact I have one I have one from 1090 I'm not supposed to have one from 1090 I have one from 1090 we'll bring What's it that- that exists again huh i always forget that's a real fucking station again i can't believe they use the same damn name um
0: (laughs) yeah i like it though but in a worst case scenario let's just say that we can't get nate down there to the field can he um maybe he can like zoom in from the booth and like we could have like a little screen there like a little screen like the screen that we're looking at right here jossie's artist word by the way so
1: yeah all right chris garcia shout out um okay well i mean darren says nate can conference call in from the booth my vote is to have nate down there with the wireless microphone we'll see if nate ever talks to darren again um yeah that's good stuff 10 days from now nine days from now it's a thursday so we got loyal (laughs) and phoenix rising coming up hopefully with stoneman on the pitch Born of social club continues 10 days from now i look forward to it
0: I like the little Carter Herzog beat her dad to our set on Wednesday night. You can't see her because she's smaller than our <laughs> set. So you sort of- Can you see her, her
1: above the boards? I guess I've never went back to actually see. You can't even see her? It's smaller We need the- to have Herzog lift her up.
0: So it sort of looks like Jordan and I are just talking this to like- Grass.
1: The grass, you know. Like-, like we're two drunk dudes talking to the ground
0: yeah and that's only half true but that said she's there she's adorable and like she's so she's more excited i think about the chocolate milk than he is about the buena
1: Vesa. so mm-hmm. I, she I was knocking her. she got my attention because she was knocking like it was a door the boards are they're loud you can make a lot of noise with those boards and so she those got my attention brash by the end of the year god we beat on those things i don't know what you're talking about we don't open beers on those things. Anyway, she, uh, she was knocking on, usually it's Corey Hertzog who does that. And then I can turn around and I see him like he's, he's big. You can see he's not hiding behind the boards, but when I turned around last night, I didn't see anyone. I'm like, Holy cow. Is there a ghost? No, not a ghost. Hertzog's daughter. Yeah.
0: Carter, right? K-A-R-T-E-R. Yeah. Carter. Yeah. Shout out. She is adorable. She's, uh, she's part of the uh, Nestle quick social club. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. And by far the cutest person on the show. <laughs>
1: like by far. The cutest person on the show who's never actually been on the show. Mm-hmm. She we talked to her. I we try to break down strawberry, uh strawberry milk versus chocolate milk on the show. I yeah. thought it was a good post-game edition. Darren it's wanted so to talk about like going down a man or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Talking about the excitement of the evening. Everybody else is like, what?
1: <laughs> and I'm like
0: strawberry milk. <laughs> It's so funny to watch. I was, I was watching. I was like, this is the greatest post game show ever.
1: Thank you. I yeah. totally agree. By the way, How we're are. also Dude now, just you know what I know also people on are going to of- be scared to actually give us an Emmy, but consider giving match day live an Emmy. Yeah. Like, just give it some thought is all I ask. I'm not saying we deserve one. I'm not saying we should win one. I just think we should be considered. And as soon as you start considering it, I think you would realize Holy shit. This is Emmy award winning stuff. I've never seen a post game show like this. Right. And never. we're also we're making history.
0: We're on Facebook. So I want to make sure everybody uh, is aware of that. We were sort of partly aware yeah. of that. Facebook let
1: my grandma know.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Apparently there were a bunch of people who were there on Facebook. No, Facebook's thing. what's up. I
1: got it. Just because yeah. I'm not on Facebook doesn't mean it's not a big deal.
0: I know. And this like means that we have to actually sign up to Facebook now so we can tag along with the comments.
1: <laughs> all right uh phoenix we are celebrating with a bottle of champagne what do you want you want to bring the beer or you want to bring the champagne what part of the wet bar are we bringing we bring our own it's a byob uh social club by the way
0: yes well for you and me let the rest of those <laughs> gravitate towards our set no kidding what happened to
1: the stone partnership <sighs>
0: god almighty man you should be you'd be surprised everybody's sort of standing there with a plastic cup waiting for some champagne at the beginning of the
1: Love night it, it better like never change the life. moment people stop coming by and not asking for champagne i'm gonna be pissed you okay. better keep coming by we gotta bring a, a one bottle for us and one bottle for everybody else mm-hmm. i'm down that's a good idea darren by mistake brought the really good stuff on Wednesday night.
0: <laughs> i know i told me when i brought she's like oh really you
1: brought really Okay. That <laughs> one. If you go back and watch that video like Darren did, you'll see me after my first sip, like slowly look back at the label so I can read it. Like, damn, what is yeah. this that we're drinking? This is some good stuff. All right, we're going way too long. How long has it been? Have you keep time? You're a referee. What do you got? Uh, I started late. Hello. We're, at the,
0: we're about 35, 40. What do you got? You getting attacked the back there? Mountain Line?
1: yeah no kidding i don't know some kind of bug flew around i hate it all right well that was a very informative podcast i thought we covered a lot that was yeah, good th-
0: yeah so i'm saying check out our uh check out our website unnamedsoccerpod.com check out our uh our uh, youtube shows and facebook shows. <laughs> oh on match day live yeah match day live okay
1: right yeah yeah okay anything else
0: uh, yes, I do have something else. Actually, seriously, uh, since we are brought to you by Three Punk Gales in Chula Vista, I do want to promote their uh, the Emo Brown Foundation Golf Tournament on Friday, August 13th. It's going to be Chula Vista Golf Course. Uh, it is a fundraiser. It's 400 bucks a foursome. If you know anything about Three punk Gales in Chula Vista, you know that they know how to throw a party.
1: Here's the match day lives, a party show up to this golf tournament.
0: I did one podcast with them. I was down for a week. <laughs> emo Brown.com go to Emo emo It is their first ever golf tournament Friday, the 13th, lucky day. They're in Tula Vista 1 PM tee off scramble style. It's going to be a blast. I promise you'll have fun. It's all going to a great cause. You can learn what that cause is at emo but. Do check that out and go support if you can. We'd love to be there, but we're more than happy to support our boy, Steve.
1: No doubt about that. All right, Darren, we say goodnight on a Thursday night. A little bit of a break, but we'll be back next week to chat about all things Gold Cup and San Diego Loyal. I'm sure there's other things happening. World Cup qualifiers quickly approaching. September. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Couple. We got a couple months there. They'll be here before you know it. Right?
0: I yeah. think so. August is going to fly, dude. Dude, I mean, like, this the soccer calendar is a joke, dude. Like, it's just, like, nonstop shit. Like, dude, she just got done playing the Euro Cup. And, like, they got be... Chelsea like... just
1: won the Champions League, man. We play all these matches. Now we gotta start again.
0: There's, like, Champions League, like, qualifying already happening. Like, it's fucking crazy
1: around here. Hey, have you seen Chelsea's new kits with the gold trim that they get because they won Champions League? mm I have not. I haven't either. I can't wait to see this. <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna order one yeah fuck yeah i'm gonna order one yeah. yeah i was um what i have from the last time they won champions league is a uh is a scarf that had the gold trim it caught my eye i was in san francisco on hate street and uh there was a beautiful shop that i walked into and uh they had the champions league winning scarf so i'm like uh, yeah getting that and i did and now i plan on getting a jersey you deserve a player's name. I don't think so. Maybe, yeah. maybe Polisic. Mm-hmm. I would never wear it, but I think I'm going to frame it. I have a okay. garage. I can frame it in it's a perfect spot for this kind of stuff.
0: That's your office.
1: No, actually, fortunately, my office comes with a PS five now motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> what are those, what are those sounds in the background there? What do you hear? Crickets. Is that what that is? Yeah, those are crickets, man. You can go stargazing out here. I'm in Vista, by the way. People are going to think I'm living in Julian. It's just Vista.
0: Yeah, all right. sounds different where you live than where I live. I just saw 20 (laughs) dudes go down the road on electric scooters. (laughs) No joke, I swear. (laughs) The first ever electric scooter gang just
1: came down my street. (laughs) The Chava's just rolled by and the locals. There's a condo. They're taking over North Park.
0: I was like, what the fuck? How long is this? You ever see one of those like Sunday morning motorcycle jams? You're like, how many motorcycles? Like, who well, has all these scooters out here?
1: They're probably dropping it off on all some one corner.
0: I don't think so. Dude. They they were up to no good.
1: <laughs> Perfect. Let's go join them. Okay. We'll be up to no good in a couple of days. Match day live. Uh, next weekend against Phoenix, but we'll chat before then. Good night, Darren. Good night, Jordan.